0: What is us today, a former Brigadier General, John uh, Tykert, also known as Dragon. Uh, he was Assistant Deputy uh, Undersecretary at the Air Force on International Affairs. Uh, one smart guy on what's going on in the world. And, um, well, and you're running for the United States Senate in Maryland. Congratulations. And uh, tell us, uh, the American people are very, very confused. Uh, all, all the uh, terrorist groups were dead, and all of a sudden they're living again. Uh, give us a report, uh, General, on uh, where, where are they coming from, who's paying them, etc., etc., etc.
1: John, absolutely. Happy New Year, and thanks for having me on again. You are right. We are seeing groups pop up that we thought that we had defeated, in a large part because when America is weak— We failed to put the pressure on these areas of the world that foster the malicious activity that should concern Americans. And we've been talking a lot for the last three months about Iran that supports many groups around the world in Yemen, in Syria, Iraq, Lebanon. But now we're starting to see ISIS creep up again because America is weak. And again, when we show weakness, other groups that are opposed to our interests fill the void.
0: Uh, understood. Now, uh, in the last week or so, uh, all of a sudden, al-Qaeda has uh, popped up, and uh, uh, we thought they were gone, and uh, uh, and basically, al-Qaeda is uh, Shiites. And then, all of a sudden, the attack on Iran uh, popped up, and the uh, ISIS people, a uh, terrorist group uh, uh, who are Sunnis, took credit for it, Uh, and we thought they were gone. Give us an explanation so the American people realize there's a war going on, an internal war in the Muslim world between the Shiites and the Sunnis, because I don't think they understand that correctly. And then Iran is funding uh, Hamas and funding uh, uh, the other two groups, Give us your, in a simple language, so the American people can understand it. John, the reason why there are still American troops
1: in Syria and Iraq, in Syria about 800 American troops, in Iraq about 2,500 American troops, very small numbers, is because we acknowledge that while these groups are largely defeated, they're not destroyed. They're ideas. And they hide in the seams where no one can control territory, and they're ready to pop up and do damage not just within the Middle East, but within the West and within the United States if we don't keep constant pressure on them. And it's a hodgepodge of groups. Like you said, there are some that are Shia and some that are Sunni. There are some that are supported by Iran. There are some that self-support. But the challenge is that all of these groups ultimately would love to do harm to the United States of America. And unless we can continue to pressure them, then they're going to pop up and ultimately do far more damage than even what we've seen in the last couple of weeks or so.
0: And what I've said to people is when the price of oil doubled uh, during the last year or two, uh, all of a sudden the, uh, the OPEC nations and uh, became zillionaires again, and they used that excess money to fund uh, the terrorist groups I mean I, I don't understand is, is that their hobby? To some extent Especially when we look at Iran
1: And the fact that President Obama Essentially gave Iran That's the largest state sponsor Of terrorism around the world $150 billion to enter into the nuclear deal That just allows them To fund this mischief That is all around the Middle East And that ultimately can bleed out Into places like europe and the united states and unless we are there and holding their feet to the fire to be responsible um, individuals or nations within the world stage and once we demonstrate weakness then they're just going to use our weakness against us to support these groups even more
0: understand uh and uh give us your your uh, analysis now we, we, we talked about these new terrorist groups that all, oh, have already, it looks like they've been funded, and they're out there uh, recruiting and getting paid by uh, somebody. Um, uh, you, you have, uh, give us a, Ukraine, Ukraine, Putin, where do we stand on that?
1: John, I think we've got to go back to the beginning of the Biden administration, and a couple things happened. Number one, they were begging Iran to re-enter the nuclear deal, which essentially told Iran that America was weak and that they could sow seeds of mischief around the world, and especially in the Middle East. And Putin was watching. And there's a very direct link between our feckless withdrawal from Afghanistan and Putin's determination to go in to ukraine knowing that america and europe would not do anything without american leadership and again all of these trouble spots in the world and whether it's the western pacific or the middle east or even some um, unrest that is going on in south america or eastern europe can stem back to the fact that when america is weak people take advantage of it
0: understood uh netanyahu what is his latest strategy, in your opinion, on, on the Gaza? So from the very beginning, uh,
1: after October 7th, that Israel has had three primary objectives. Number one has been to defeat and destroy Hamas. Number two has been to regain uh, the hostages. And number three has been to deter other areas around Israel from attacking in full force. But right now... Netanyahu has to start thinking about the long-term beyond those three objectives and incorporate in a strategy that allows Israel to sow the seeds for long-term stability within Israel and the region. And right now Netanyahu has fallen short in achieving that objective because of his unilateral focus on the first three.
0: Understood. Now, uh, with with Iran being Shiites— and created the problem by having Hamas attack Israel. Uh, And and they did that because they were afraid that the Saudi Arabians and Israel were getting together. So instead of Israel attacking Iran, Did the Saudi types or the Sunnis hire ISIS to, hire, to, to go after Iran?
1: John, I don't think that we specifically know the complicity of Saudi Arabia with respect to this latest attack in Iran and ISIS. But what I do know is that while there is a lot of turmoil that has all been caused by Iran right now for the last three months in the Middle East, Several of those Arab countries like Saudi Arabia have given Israel sufficient latitude because they know that Iran is the real big threat in the region. And ultimately, a partnership with Israel is in their best interest. And none of those countries that have partnered with Israel, starting with the Abraham Accords and President Trump's idea back in 2019 and 2020, none of those countries Have pulled out of those types of agreements because they know in their long term benefit that a partnership with Israel is good for them because ultimately Iran is going to continue to attack them in ways that are subtle through their proxies, like we have seen in the last three months.
0: Now, let's talk about your U.S. Senate race. You're one knowledgeable person, Uh, you were uh, a general in the Air Force uh, and Space Command. Uh, you uh, you know about international uh, uh, the problems that we're having. Uh, when did you decide to run for the U.S. Senate in Maryland? John, I retired from the United States
1: Air Force a little over a year ago, but I made the decision two years ago when I was watching a guy that I had been mentoring for 10 years take command of the Air Force Thunderbirds, the demonstration team for the Air Force. And he was up on stage and he pointed to the huge American flag behind him. And he said this, if that starts to falter, you do not walk away. You engage with everything you've got and you fight to bring it back. And it was that trigger point that told me that if I really meant my love for our country and support of the oath to support and defend the Constitution, then I had to do everything I could to support it. And that meant getting out of the Air Force and engaging in every possible way that I could to fight to bring back our nation to its founding principles. And the first right step to do that is for me to run for United States Senate here in the great state of Maryland.
0: And uh, tell us your website that uh, you're running.
1: com. T-E-I-C-H-E-R-T-F-O-R, Maryland, M-A-R-Y-L-A-N-D. I ask your listeners that this is such a critical race. Because it could flip the entire United States Senate to a conservative Republican majority. And that's why all Americans should care about it. And I would ask that everybody to follow along, to share with their network and to donate as they see fit.
0: Well, General Teichert, uh, hopefully uh, you uh, are successful in your U.S. Senate. Uh, When is the first primary? Is there a primary? There is a
1: primary. I don't think it's going to be very contested, but it's the beginning, uh, the middle of May, and then the general election is in November. But I'll tell you, our country needs leaders, not politicians, to wrestle us back to where we belong, and that's what I intend to do.
0: We agree 100%. Good luck and in, in the new year. Uh, help save America. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.